Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. It is Tuesday, the first Tuesday in November. It is election day. It is a beautiful, literally for the first time in like 11 days, it is sunny. Look at me, if you're watching me on YouTube. You've I'm got sun on your arm. I'm literally getting tan as I sit here. Isn't that amazing, you guys? It's a beautiful day in New York City. It is a beautiful day to vote. Everyone, make sure you get out the vote today. It's election day. Very exciting. It's also important to let freedom ring. It is. It is. This is important. Let the whole world sing. I don't know how it goes after that. This is terrible. Mark Tina McBride is rolling. Mark Tina? <laughs> she is. You know what? Honestly, like Mark Tina McBride is one of my favorite favorite country singers not even country just like all around genre she's such a talent i'm she so glad is. you brought that up yeah no she really is but that was a disgrace to her name martina mcbride um we have a great show for you guys today of course the fast five stories jackie and i also both watched i can never remember the name the american crime that's what i'm it's american murder the family the family next door, next door which not I thought, a good name for it too long for and all. also like they're just not a good name. It really just should have been called like Justice for Shanann and her girls. Yeah, Justice for Shanann and the girls. Um, we're going to do that in our TV recap. Really glad that you recommended it to me, even though I had the biggest pit in my stomach the whole time. Because like, you know how it ends, but it's just like, I don't know how we get there. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it's just a fucking terrible story. And it really like ruined my day. So thank you. Happy to ruin your day always. We'll recap it and I'll share all of my thoughts at the end. Last night we recorded the Redheads finally. Oh. This episode is actually really funny because there was like a few times in the past two weeks we were supposed to record and for one reason or another we got derailed because you know I said last week we would be recording and then mm -hmm. that didn't wind up happening. So everyone was just sort of on one and just the camaraderie within the Redheads in this episode is just so hysterical. The book again you know we have a wide array of opinions so whether you love the book or hated the book we have your opinion somewhere in the How middle. How did the book score on the Redheads? Very tough chart. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. It was not our highest rated book by any means. Was it your lowest? I don't think so. But we actually, so in our next episode for December, we're going to do a year-end roundup where we sort of like re-rate the books based on the other books we read. Because we always like rate each book like sort of in a whole and we don't compare it to like what about the one before. Right. So I feel like the ratings don't always represent like how good this book is compared to the last one we read right. or the next one. Well, so, I have a feeling your January 2021 book will probably be the highest rated of 2021. Yeah. I That's what the rumor mill is sort of swirling on about. Yeah, because that's because it's my book, Girl With No Job. Check it out. So the new episode of The Redhead shops on Thursday. So that was really fun to record. Get all the girls together. The girls plus Magnolia who met Bruno last night. I was really nervous for this meeting of the minds because Magnolia's she's a fighter. She's a diva. She she will go hard. She will rip your head off. And Bruno's a lover. And they got together and it was beautiful. It uh, was magic. I'm so happy Bru to hear that. Bruno shared his bully sticks with her oh it was really really cute now we got to get theo in the mix we got to get theo in the mix but i'm literally scared to see theo and bruno because magnolia as far as i thought was like the smallest dog of all time mm -hmm. but seeing her next to bruno she's massive no puppies are so small and it's like they grow right in front of you so you don't realize like magnolia is massive i don't know yeah. if you've seen her recently she's a horse no i haven't seen her but i believe it she actually is extremely horse-like you know what i do agree i doth agree like her coat is extremely shiny and horsey she has a horse's thigh when she lays down it's like a horse in a barn with her that coat muscular is thigh very horsey it's like that sea biscuit like chestnut her name should really be secretariat yeah 
She's got that nice red coat. That's and also a content upper, Secretary. Oh, yeah. It's so such good. a good movie. Allie, uh, no, A.J. Michalka's in it. Queen. It's like and a the, star-studded. And the grandma from Hannah Montana. Yes. That's, by an the way, icon. that actress. An icon. She's like, whenever they can't get Kathy Bates, they get this woman. I don't know her name. Just as good. She's so good. Also, that reminded me. We should um, find out her name because justice for it's, her. Yeah, to disrespect her like that. Also, there needs to be an award show that gives out like icon awards for like the no most name. underrated characters. I couldn't agree more. Ever. Alicia she, May Witt. Alicia Witt. Yeah. Whatever. Alicia May. Also, um, Victor Garber. He deserves he, every award. Yeah, but I think he actually like has Oscars and he has like real, his name carries weight. So I don't think he would... Um, qualify for our award show. Okay, I got her name. What is and it? It's like it won't ring any sort of bell. No, of course not. And it's the cutest name, and it's so her. What is it like, Susie Bell or something? Cuter. Go. Margot Martindale. Oh, Margot. Margot. Um. Also, what I watched last night, which was truly a content upper, was Jeopardy, and it was the the first round was romantic comedy themed. So like the categories were rom coms, failure to lunch. 27 Dresses, Love Actually. Failure to Lunch. Yeah, the category was about food, but it was like a rom-com theme. Oh, Love Actually was an answer. Did you feel prepared? No. Because you haven't watched it, do you still feel so proud of that choice? No, even though I'm wow. just like so young. You're so young, so naive. No, I know. And <laughs> it didn't, you know, maybe last night I grew up a little bit because I realized like maybe it's not so cool to be the girl who's never seen Love Actually. No, I don't know if you can be the girl who's never seen Love Actually and also be the girl watching Jeopardy all night. I think they, they conflict. No, you know what? I actually am going to stand my ground here. I feel like I operate in a very unique space in our culture where I'm like a six-year-old and a 60-year-old. Like I'm very immature, but I'm also wise beyond my years. Yeah, that's sort of like my style is what I'm told yes like I'm dressed like a toddler and like a grandmother and you know what get you a girl who could do both I've got my toddler clips in today so festive for election day yeah you're being a, yeah you're tod- the clips are like a little S- super childish yeah I know and I know I wore them yesterday and I usually wouldn't do two days in a row but I just just thought it was a nice way to pick up on the colors in my sticker wow such a faux pas clips the same two days in a row Ugh, I would never no it's just like I don't want to be like the girl, who's the, girl who, clips. the girl who obviously just went to Dwayne Reed to buy clips is anyone when you I, I don't know if you ever use clips like these yes. but every time what do I you see, call those um i mean they're keep clips so. yeah when, when we, that's what i was gonna say but i don't know what they're actually called me neither but when we were in like um middle school and high school all the boys because we went to jewish school all the boys had to wear yarmulkes which are like those little skull caps skull caps and um they would when you were younger and like they would always fall off you would secure them in with those types of clips so they just in silver not in red no in but, black no, silver. Oh. I saw I re- silver ones. I recall black. Um, they would be referred to as keep clips. Like if a boy needed one, the teacher was like, do you need a keep clip? And that's just what I call them now. And I don't know what like the industry name for them actually is because I don't think it's keep clip. I don't know either. But whenever I snap them in, I feel like that scene in Clueless when she's like sitting on the chair, like snap. It took me a while to identify how I was feeling. feeling. It was sort of a feeling of deja vu, but I knew it wasn't like my own feeling it was a movie I had watched and then I saw Clueless recently and I was like that's it when she's sitting on the couch watching TV with Josh and she's like putting all these clips in her hair I just every time my clip snaps in I'm just like harked back to that yes 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 I wouldn't have automatically associated it with that but now I do I'm still stuck in the keep clip time in my life yeah no I I graduated from there and now I'm just in like the 90s clip vibe so I got about 16 right in Jeopardy which is not my best my best is 21 and I thought maybe I would do it in the rom-com category but I did not so I'm sorry to hear that there's that big disappointment yeah but you know what the great thing about Jeopardy there's there's always always tomorrow tomorrow. that's beautiful or today Claudia that's beautiful yeah and I really encourage you all to start including Jeopardy in your daily lives it's really been just a gift and Alex Trebek I always think his last name is Quebec and because he is from Canada Alex Trebek is really just like this guiding light and this force in our culture and I think it's like he's that type of leader that we like we just crave like we're just looking up to someone so smart and bright who can pronounce all these words correctly yeah that's really all you can ask for from, from your a favorite your game show host from your favorite influencers that's why we're not your favorite yeah. <laughs> I also feel that way about Steve Harvey I feel like he's like someone I can look up to yeah like and that's what makes a great game show host I've actually heard that the weakest link which is now back hosted by Jane Lynch is amazing and that's because Jane Lynch is a leader yeah you know mm-hmm. you and she's someone watch, you could look up to you should watch John Mulaney's monologue from SNL on Monday oh, night. Oh, really? Because I think there's something in there that you're going to appreciate. Is it a Jane Lynch appreciation joke? It's exactly what it is. We have That's no choice but to respect it. Exactly what it is. It's as if he 
has seen what you have said. The hardest working woman in Hollywood. No, he definitely pays her the respect that she deserves. Ugh, you know, there's not enough people who do that. Like, and maybe it's because not enough, like I had the real privilege of experiencing a Jane Lynch work gig live. She, I went to a, the Prime Day concert and she was the host where Dua Lipa and Taylor Swift were performing. And it was live streamed on Prime, like worldwide. So like hundreds of millions of people were watching it. So it was like a really big deal for her to be hosting it. She was running around the, uh, the event space going here, doing this, engaging with the audience. Even when the cameras were down, she was just like so lovely to people. And that's when I really got the respect for Jane Lynch. And so maybe not enough people have seen her in action live. No, I mean, nary a person I know disrespects Jane Lynch. No, I don't think and people disrespect did, her. And I don't if they did... Out of my life. I don't think people disrespect her. I just, I don't, I don't think people vocalize or like appreciate the respect that they have for her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, just like, like we don't talk Mar about it. Just like Margot Middlebaum. Like, yeah, you don't think about it, but it's there. Right. No, the people working hard behind the scenes. Martindale. What was it? Margot Martindale. Yeah. I think it was Something Martindale. about her face is just like very welcoming. Like she makes a lovely biscuit and like you can cry on her shoulder and she'll take you in, you know? No, those biscuits. Mm. Delicious. I, I can know. smell them already. Also, one of Jane Lynch's, like, for me, my one of my favorite roles that she has done. There are so many. Obviously, Sue Sylvester. But have you seen the Not Another Cinderella story with Selena Gomez and Jane Lynch? Yeah, but who is Jane Lynch in that movie? Stepmother. Iconic. And Wait, I, what? Icon. She's like the Jennifer she, Coolidge. Yes. From and she kills it. Wait, I haven't seen, that's where Drew Parker's in it too, right? Yeah. And they're like dancing in the mirror. Yeah, it's so much dancing. Drop my iPod. Like, <laughs> oh my God, oh, do yeah, you see that footwork on the dance floor? Oh my God, I didn't realize Jane Lynch, I haven't seen that one in so long. I've seen Not Another Cinderella, wait, Another Cinderella Story with yeah. Hilary Duff. Oh, Not Another, I said that because I just not watched another teen Not movie. Another Teen Movie. No, Another Cinderella Story is a Hilary Duff. A Cinderella Story is Hilary oh. Duff. Another Cinderella story. There's been like four of them. Got I've it. proudly watched them all. One with Selena Gomez, one with Lucy Hale, one with um, like Greg Sulkin and your what? favorite person, Laura Morano. Oh, it was a version of a Cinderella story. I will watch it. And but she I was a singer songwriter and he found her lyrics. Oh, wow. Wait. Okay. I didn't know that this was like such an industry, like a franchise. No, it is. And I didn't know that the movies were all connected. And the I Lucy Hale one is so good also. Oh, well, I definitely think the first two should be permanently added to our content uppers list. I Don't totally let the agree. fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. And I'm going to say something so crazy. And no one's going to agree with me. And, and I just, I need to just put it out there. Like, I think the Selena Gomez version is just as good as the Hillary Duff version. No, it's, it's really, really good for a sequel, but it's never going to be better than... I didn't say better. I said, like, truly, like, if they're both on TV, I would struggle with which one to watch. No, I don't think I would. It's just... I guess Jennifer Coolidge and it's Jane just, Lynch, they're, they're tough to compare, but I don't know. You're not very pretty, and you're not very bright. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know that. Also, last night, I thought of another content upper that I wanted to add to the list, because I forgot that I watched it over the summer, and it's such a good movie. One, because it has our favorite twins in it, and two, it has a real appreciation for camp, and it's, it takes two, Mary-Kate and Ashley. So good. So good. I watched that last year over Thanksgiving, I think. Treat. Treat. Like, Treat such a yourself. 90s movie. I love that there's such an emphasis on philanthropy. Like, it's such a good <laughs> such movie. Such an emphasis on camp, too. Yes. And such an emphasis on, like, a big mansion near a campground with, such its, an with its own horses. Such an emphasis on proper counselors. Oh, and, and such what, an emphasis on what a good counselor, like, what an impact a good counselor can make. It is a PSA for the art of counseling. For counselorship. And I think that Margot needs to watch it because her counseling skills have been a little. Have gone down the tubes. Yeah. And we um, talk about that on this week's episode of The Redheads. So those are a few content uppers that I just wanted to update the list and I'm glad we spoke about because... Um, Do we have Greatest Showman on the list? Of course. I have to watch it because Bruno's never seen it. Ooh. And so now I'm... And I've been wanting to watch it anyway. I think it's been like a good year since I've seen it. So I'm ready for like all the razzle dazzle to hit me again. Yeah, there's nothing better than like being so inundated with a movie and then like taking a break from it just so you can kind of experience it all over again. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds so exciting. Chills. Chills down my spine. Um, but we have a great show for you guys today. And I think that if there's nothing else. I guess there's nothing else. And if there is, you know, we'll mention it all. So without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And I feel like this goes without saying, but today's episode is obviously brought to you by Bruch. 
which is an absolute favorite here at the Morning Toast. Jackie and I have both been using our Bruche brushes for maybe like three or four months. Yeah. we It's the most fabulous electric toothbrush that really gets the job done, but it's very reasonably priced and it comes in super cute colors. We both have like the millennial pink. It's a very toasty pink. Um, it's so stunning. The Bruche is really everything that you need because brushing is fun and it's a hundred times as effective as regular standard brushing your teeth. Brush cleans your teeth at 31,000 movements a minute. Manual brushes tap out at just 300. Many electric toothbrushes are barely a step up for manual ones, and then some of them can do a good job, but they cost over $200. Bruce delivers premier sonic wave technology without the markups that big electric toothbrushes tack on. It's honestly such a different experience using an electric toothbrush, and I've been I hadn't used one up until a few months ago, and it's made a huge difference like in my breath, in the color of my teeth, and just the way my teeth feel. And it's really a fabulous product. And if you've been wanting to try an electric toothbrush, but you don't want to spend over $200, Bruch is the best one out there. And it's very reasonably priced. You can also get 15% off when you uh, want to get a Bruch when you use the promo code TOAST at Bruch.com. Bruch is spelled B-R-U-U-S-H, so it's brush with an extra U. And you can get 15% off when you use the promo code TOAST. You can also try it 90 days risk free and get a two-year warranty at bruch.com b-r-u-u-s-h.com with the promo code toast the bruch kit includes the electric toothbrush three extra bruch heads magnetic charging station which is very fancy and a sleek travel case so it's perfect for um traveling with it it's fabulous it has six cleaning modes you can use different like varies of vibration it has the daily one the white one the gentle one the gum one the max one and the tongue one and it lasts for up to four weeks on one battery charge which is amazing but i keep, i always put it back in the battery right do you do that too yeah sometimes i don't know sometimes i get a little crazy i'm like how Ooh. long can we go Ooh. spooky sign on bruce co toast Okay, first story. Britney Spears says she's the happiest she's ever been in her life in a new Instagram video. Britney Spears wants her fans to know that she's doing just fine. In an Instagram video posted on Monday, the singer gives fans a life update referring to comments on her social media concerning her well-being and safety. She said, hi, so I know that there have been a lot of comments and a lot of people saying a lot of different things about me, but I just want to let you guys know that I am fine. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I'm sending all of you guys a lot of prayers, wishes, and a lot of love. Now, call me naive, but like I kind of believed her. And I know there's all these conspiracy theories. And at the end of the day, like nobody really actually knows what's going on in her legal drama, in her personal life, her family life. Nobody really knows what's going on. And part of me actually like really believes this, especially after reading Jessica Simpson's book, where I feel like Jessica Simpson and Britney Spears were in a similar machine where it was like they were just told what to do, what to wear, what to sing, do this for years and years and years. And it really fucked with their mental health. And then Britney was in Vegas and she was doing shows every night. And now I feel like for the first time in her life, like, Britney's relaxing like and I know it like her social media is like weird to some people that she's like dancing on the beach and doing yoga and dancing in her living room and painting but that's what people like in retirement do they relax and part of me like actually believes that like Britney like might be okay yeah we did a Patreon episode about this conspiracy a while back during like free Britney and at the time I was getting sort of convinced that she needed to be freed but Uh, recently I've just been feeling like that is not the case and I'm glad that she put out this video and I hope that it is sincere and there's no one like behind her with cue cards telling her what to say Um, because I agree with you I feel like this is just the season of her life and I think that she's doing well and it seems like she has free reign to post on her social media so she could say whatever Whatever she she wanted wanted. and I hope that this is all true and and I'm going to believe that it is like I think that people got a little carried away for a second yeah and maybe that's just us being naive but like I just I choose to believe what she's saying in the video and yes I do know that she's acting a little bizarre but like Maybe she's a little bizarre. Maybe she, we, nobody actually knows who Britney is, like the person behind the woman, like her personality. Maybe she's just like a weird girl. Yeah, like some people just get on social media and like do weird stuff and it's like, oh, that's not the girl I know, but okay. But that's who she is. It makes like, you happy, go yeah. for it. Yeah, so like if her painting and dancing in low-rise shorts is who the real Britney is, and like dance, girl, dance, chasse away, chante, you stay. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad that she put this video out, even though I don't know if it will necessarily like, quell all the r- the rumors and satiate the free Britney no, fans. No, because with every video she puts out, people are even more like, yeah, like did looking. you see she was wearing a yellow shirt and she said yellow in the comments? Like, they're, like, they're insatiable. Yeah, so, but I feel like for people who are just looking out for the girl, mm-hmm. even, you know, not paying it too much mind, this is nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. and I think, I think she's okay, you guys. I do, I really do. Good. Well, a little Dancing with the Stars news. We haven't spoken about it in a while, but there was big news because Jenny Mai. Jeannie Mae. Jeannie Mae had to leave the show. She no, was, Jeannie Mai. Sorry, sorry. Jeannie. We were both wrong we on both one. Had, yeah. Jeannie Mai was told 
she had to leave the show. She was told her throat would have closed up <gasps> if she had waited one more day. By the way, that's crazy because she was actually doing a really, really good job. Yeah, she's staying positive as she recovers from emergency surgery. On Sunday, she went underwent an operation after being diagnosed with epiglottitis. So it's is it a dance-related injury? Um, Sounds like it's not because it's her throat. Uh, yeah, I don't think that it is. It's That's just, crazy. When a small cartilage lid that covers your windpipe swells, blocking the flow of air to your lungs. Wow, that's actually so scary. Yeah, so the diagnosis forced her to withdraw from Dancing with the Stars. That's crazy and really sucks because I think... I don't think a lot of people thought she would make it super far, but she was like really, really killing it. And I feel like she was having like the time of her life. So that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. And I mean, this is way more important. Maybe they'll give her another chance another season. You know? Maybe. I mean, I was actually keeping up with um, social media on Dancing with the Stars last night because Carrie Ann Anaba was like, going hard on Caitlyn. And I feel like... I saw that she was crying. Yeah. And last season, I... um. I had a lot to say about the way Carrie Ann was like really going after Hannah. And it's like she like always chooses someone to be really hard on because she thinks like they're the winner and like they can do better. And she like really singles them out. And now I'm thinking maybe she just hates the Bachelor franchise because it was Hannah Brown last year. And like she's really been going hard on Caitlyn. What did she say to Caitlyn? I don't know. I just that's what people on Twitter were saying. Like that's literally where I get my information. But like always just like pointing out every mistake. Like why'd you do that? It's like because it was a mistake. Like that's like it's just really like on un- unnecessarily like specific critique and even um scores yeah so i feel like maybe she just doesn't like the bachelor franchise people were accusing tyra of not wanting a real housewife maybe carrie ann doesn't want the bachelor maybe that's a cover-up for yeah. this real story maybe uh, my or problem- maybe she just goes really hard on the people that she thinks like are near a professional dancers and like if they're gonna win like they might as well She's critiquing them harder than she would someone who's just like a star who's dancing. Right. I don't know. Part of the reason why I had to stop watching Dancing with the Stars after only watching it for like two seasons is because the scoring make, makes no sense. And it's just like so the judge like the judging, the scoring and the judges are the worst part of it. Hmm. And I just can't watch it. Them like disgrace these, the talent, you know? Yeah, I understand that. I feel like the show, there's always so many people that start off. How many people are left? Like. I don't know. I feel like they're actually getting, like, it's going by. They are. And I, I just think that N- Nelly and Caitlin Bristow will be the top two. Like, that's how I feel. And okay. I, 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 by the way, I haven't even been watching. But, like, from what I gathered on social media and the few episodes I've watched, like, that is my official declaration. Interesting. Yeah. I actually really think Caitlin could win. What about Chriselle? She's tearing it up. Yeah, she is. Um, no, I just don't see it in my prediction. Okay. Oh, she got off last she night. She got so, off last night. So oh, I was I guess, right. I didn't see her in my prediction. I guess that's why I saw this story that it was like her saying that it's been a very therapeutic process, which I actually think that it is. I just remembered my dream and it was about Chriselle, which is so weird. And then when I woke up, I was like so verklempt and Ben like literally rolled over in the bed and he was like, I had a terrible dream. And I'm like, was Chriselle's house in your dream too? He said, no, I had a dream you cheated on me with a hundred men and I was chasing you down the stairs. I'm like, what kind of whore do you think I am? A hundred? Like, yeah, no, he, and by the way, I thought he was being dramatic because like, he was like, Exactly, like being dramatic, like a hundred. And then when he got out of the shower, he was still so upset about the dream. And he was like, and he was like a hundred men. I'm like, so you're saying like one zero zero, like you weren't just being dramatic. Like you think how, that I'm. How can he crowd count so well? No, it was honestly so offensive. And then he was like mad at me in the, like in real life for what I did in the dream. And I'm like, I'm fucking mad at you, bitch. Like a hundred dudes. That, yeah. Like what do you think of me? How big do you think my vagina is? Like chill the fuck out. Wow. I had a dream the other night about Gary from Rascal Flats. Wow. That he was doing a solo concert and he bo- moved my seat. I was in the nosebleeds and he moved me up to the front row and then he brought me on stage. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, you know, people's dreams are like a real insight, like window into their subconscious. And your subconscious <laughs> is just like truly delusional. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly like the craziest dream I've ever heard in my life. Why? I feel like it could happen. I can manifest it. You could. I mean, Gary is, I follow him on TikTok. He is releasing solo Christian music. Yeah. No, and like he was singing like just Rascal Flatts bops. And I like was singing along every word. And I was so enthusiastic that he pulled me on stage. Honestly, like that's something that could happen to me. Yeah. Well, can I say something actually? Um, Back to Christian music really quickly. So there was a lot of people when we were talking about yesterday how like we can't have Christmas trees. A lot of people. There was a are, lot of confusion. Who celebrate Christmas are like, what? That's crazy. Like I have a Christmas tree because it's a holiday tree. Like it's a winter thing. It's not like a Christ Jesus nativity thing. And people are going back and forth about whether or not Jewish people can have um, 
Christmas trees and there were varying opinions and obviously everyone has their own interpretation of the holiday season but a lot of people did really call you out for being obsessed with Christian music and wearing merch that says Jesus is king and then not letting me have a Christmas tree yeah no and I and it's a it's a conflict that I'm constantly in conflict with because I'm so like pumped about Christmas the holiday season Hallmark like I really love it all especially like the the festivity of it all. And I feel like even everyone can agree a lot of these holidays have become like a Hallmark holiday, you know. More like American. Yeah, instead of religious specifically. And I try to, you know, keep that in mind. And I really do love Christian music and I love the message. And yeah, sometimes they throw out a Jesus and I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) Oh yeah, but I mean, but I can still enjoy it. And I just, I like, I think it's extremely uplifting. I actually do feel, and I kind of, strange when I wear the Jesus is King sweatshirt. Uh, I mean, I would too. Because I was in the airport once I was wearing it and I was going through security and the person behind me was an Orthodox Jew. And we're both Jewish and I'm here like, Jesus is King. <laughs> and he like has to go through life like bearing the bur- the visible the, burden mm-hmm. of being Jewish and like, but we're both equally Jewish. No, and, that's like, so true. And I, I really felt like a fraud and I haven't worn it since. Wow. Yeah. No, I. by the way, I never thought of that. That's a really, really good point. Yeah, so... But the thing about the tree is, like, there's nothing... I mean, some people make it more of a Christian religious symbol than it is. Other people, plenty of non-Christian people have trees. I just think that is where we have personally always drawn the line. Like, we always have loved the showmanship of Christmas and the holidays. But to get a tree for us just takes it to a place of, like, being unfaithful to where we come from. And that's just a line that we've drawn. I'm not saying it's like that for everyone, but... No, but also... We've always said that, so... To just one, like, that is, for one season to be like, you know what, I'm just going to get a tree this year. Like, it's just the way that we, yeah I don't know. I it's just, just, it's honestly, it's devastating. It's, it gets harder every year yeah, to no, not get a tree. I agree, but I think that. And I've been, I was looking up some inspo, like, from, like, people who have, like, Hanukkah trees, and they get, like, light blue ones, and they have, like, Jewish ornaments, and it's, like, literally the cutest thing ever, and it's just, it's really hard. I'm sure it's very, very cute, and it's I'm hard. sure it would be really nice, but, you know. Just think of, like... No, I can't. I mean, you you could do what you want. I think everyone can do what they want, just for me. And you, you all know how much I love the holidays and how much I would love a Christmas tree to, like, so badly. for Bruno to lay under. Oh. Could you imagine? Honestly, now that I think about it, like, with all the pines falling off, Theo would just be eating them. It would actually probably be a nightmare. You'd have to get one of the fake ones. Fake like, one, one of the ones from Shark Tank. Yeah, and to be honest, I would... 100% get a fake one, like, regardless. Like, with the water, it's just too hard with the real one. Yeah. Well, I'll just so, yeah. be sitting also, here without a tree. We did a Patreon episode about our Judaism a while back, and we had a really in-depth conversation about this, like the Christmas tree thing Saga. in particular. So if you want to hear like more of our thoughts in depth, and not just like this Rushed. explanation, head over to patreon.com slash the morning toast. And by the way, our thoughts don't speak for anyone but ourselves. So like if you're Jewish and you want to do it, like do whatever you want. And you know what? If you want to do it, do whatever you want. No, no, I can't because I feel like I would be ashamed. I'm not my sister's keeper. No, I think you are actually. No, 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 I'm not. No, I, I relinquish my duties. No, no, it's okay. It's fine. I, it's fine. Okay. It's totally fine. Next up. I'm fine. I mean, like, you don't even, like, since when? It's just like I, since literally spending nine months in my house and just like wanting a tree. Why don't you get a plant? So much work. Get a palm tree. With the watering? Yeah. And then like the dirt, Theo would jump in, get all dirty. I just know it. So, that's a tree. <laughs> Johnny Depp loses his London libel case involving ex Amber Heard. So even though Amber Heard allegedly took a shit in the bed, <laughs> even though court docs reveal this was I haven't been keeping up with this story except for that anecdote of the duty in the bed. And the court came to the conclusion that it was most likely a pet not a person who took a shit in Johnny Depp's bed. And I don't know if I'm going to agree with the courts on well, that. Um That's up to you. But despite the fact that there was a shit in the bed, Johnny Depp has lost his sensational libel case against a British newspaper with a judge concluding that the Hollywood superstar regularly beat ex-wife Amber Heard after an explosive trial that included allegations of everything from adultery to defecation in the pair's marital bed. I'm glad it resonated with this article as much as it did with us. It's an important part of the case. London High Court Judge Andrew Nichol delivered his decision following three months of deliberation. The claimant has not succeeded in his action of libel, um, he said that the news that the Sun had shown that its 2018 story under a headline calling Depp a wife beater was substantially true. Wow, that's crazy! That like 
So if you're suing for libel, you have to prove that what they said isn't true. And therefore the court proved that he did abuse his wife, which yeah. is really horrible. Really horrible. That's crazy. And why would you sue some, like, wouldn't you sue, you, when you sue for libel, like you sue when you really, really know you can win. Like very few celebrities ever sue because as a public figure, you're open, your life is into, open to yes, interpretation. it's very difficult to sue for libel. Rebel Wilson won a few years ago in Australia and they ended up appealing and I think she had to give back her money. Katie Holmes won once, I think against Star Magazine and it was like the biggest deal ever. It doesn't ever really happen and if you do take it all the way to court, it's because the law is on your side. So I'm very surprised that Johnny Depp would take this all the way to the high court in London even though he didn't really have a case. Yeah, and along the way we reported some of the instances from these stories and it was a very messy. Troubling. Shit filled. Yeah, story. literally. So um, I just feel like Amber Heard like needs inner peace. Yeah. You know I, what mean, I mean? I think everyone in the world needs inner peace. Yeah. No, it's a very stressful time. I think that we could all really benefit from just from like not shitting in the bed. Watching the sunset. Gaining inner peace. You know what? Here is Claudia Ashray's guide to inner peace. Oh my god, I have fucking something in my eyes. Are eye. you crying? Crying. That's how beautiful it is. No, I got some shit in my eye. I think Amber Heard <laughs> took a dump. <laughs> Um, but this is, I feel like this week, everyone's really going to need to find their inner peace. And however it is that you do that, I just want to give some of my recommendations for inner peace. If you live in the mountains or like near the beach, your key to inner peace is right around the corner. I feel like I'm really talking to people who like live in apartments with You're no windows. You're talking to Claudia and Jackie Ashray. Yeah. And um, here's some keys to inner peace. I would really find a hobby. I took up coloring and it's really been very peaceful. I also have my knitting supplies. Sometimes it's nice to just like not be inundated with media and not like scroll your phone. Like let people miss you. Like let a text message go unanswered for 20 minutes. It's really, really peaceful. A glass of wine didn't hurt. If you smoke pot, that helps. Like anything to just like calm your senses. A bathtub, some bath salts watching Jeopardy, anything relaxing that really can just take your mind off of things temporarily, you know? Mm-hmm. That's nice. A bathtub with some bath salts, maybe half a zen. Don't eat the bath salts. Yeah, and don't, like, take drugs and take a bath. Yeah, oh, definitely don't do that, yeah. Yeah. Take so, that back. Yeah, I take it back. I rescind what I said. <laughs> do one or the other, um, and if you're prescribed. Of course. And I think that's beautiful, Claudia. Maybe try a book, light a candle. Yeah. Light a candle, yeah. Take a nap with your puppy that's the cutest, littlest thing that you've ever seen. You know what actually really helps contribute to inner peace? If you have the lighting in your house on a dimmer, I, I do, my whole house is on dimmers, and I just never use it. They're either like on or off. And I feel like dimmed lighting is a really underappreciated like home aesthetic. Yeah, I don't have dimmers in my house, but I never turn the lights on in my house. Like anytime someone comes over, they're like, do you have lights? I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, your lights are never on. They're never on. I just like, I find them to be overbearing. I feel like I'm under investigation. Instead, we have like some LED lights up and we have some lamps that are like touch on. We have some candles and we just are always creating a mood. I really never have my over light, overhead lights on. I have them on like 24 seven. Are you okay? You're feeling emotional? No, literally there is like something stuck in my eye and I just want to oh, rip my eye. That's why you were eye. closing your eyes when you were talking about inner peace. I yeah, thought I was trying, trying to get the thing out. I thought you were trying to like bring yourself to a place of inner peace. No, I was just trying to get the thing out of my eye and it's still here. Oh, great. Okay, well, but don't worry about me. Carry on with the show, sister. Carry on. Carry on with the show, brother. Brother, where's grandmother? Chloe Kardashian denies she's pregnant, and she reveals her couple's Halloween costume with Tristan and True. They dressed up as Cleopatra and Mark Antony, and someone commented something about her being pregnant, and she quickly retorted, saying that, um, well mostly that she's not she said someone said chloe's going to tell us in a couple months that she's pregnant on twitter chloe was quick to shoot down the speculation saying well my abs say otherwise babe Ooh. i mean Burn. honestly this confirms that they're back together. together and i don't know why this is like the most toxic relationship that i just like stand so I know, every hard. time i choose a story about them i'm like girding my loins because i just know how you feel about them but i really did choose the story because you were the one who like were saying like she's responding to you yeah <laughs> no i didn't say she was pregnant i think that you did i said kylie's pregnant and you also felt like she was too i said she could be right but i didn't i didn't like put my stake in the ground there. I put it in the ground with Kylie. You did, you did. Um, I just thought I, this was information you might want to know. Yeah, no, and something about them, um, I don't know, it's like not really bothering me right now. I agree. Because you see like also Offset and Cardi B, um, 
took their divorce away like they're not doing it anymore um and people were like so mad about it like i actually like really stand that toxic relationship as well so there are some (laughs) toxic relationships in hollywood like i have time for and some that i don't and currently i have time for cardi b and i have time for chloe it might change i don't know but right now i'm okay with it yeah because it's like we're all in quarantine there's nothing to do like if you're not hooking up with your ex like what are you doing yeah there's no one else how you ever gonna meet someone new you can't go to a bar yeah so you just gotta fuck tristan and they, I understand. their Halloween costumes were really cute. Oh, and then at the end of the day, both of them, have both Bebe. Cardi B and both Chloe. Where's Bebe's chamber? Have babies with their toxic exes. So I just want like, I want the families to be happy. So sorry, I'm just like such a family oriented person. No, I mean, that's who you are. Oh my God, my fucking eye. What's in there? P- I, like honestly, Amber Heard's duty. Like I've never been more sure. <laughs> it hurts. Um, I'm just it gonna burns. talk like this for the rest of the show. Yeah, it's just okay. or just like cover your eye with your yeah. Hand. No, this is me um, embracing Johnny Depp. Aye, aye. Oh my god, totally! You were inspired by the story. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm happy for Chloe. I think the costume looked good. It did lack a little bit of originality, like Gladiator. Okay, cool. Been there, done that. Um, but it's okay because I'm happy for her. Know that she is. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? A little interesting statistics news. Ooh, you know, I love me some statistics. There is a new most viewed YouTube video ever that has beat Despacito by Luis Fonzi featuring Daddy Yankee. And I'm going to give you three guesses as to what it is. Okay. It is the newest most viewed YouTube video ever. I got it. Can I do a dance move? Sure. Okay, are we on the main camera? We're on the main camera. I think I know it. Oh, wow. Dynamite. Yes. No. Oh, shit. It should be. Okay, try again. Okay, they're always doing that dance. They're always doing that. That's where we're... And then also... It's like... If you're watching on YouTube, you could say... Okay, so it's not... Is it something from this year? Um, No. No. 2016. What does the fox say? No. Wow. Okay. Whoop num gangnam style. No. No. The most viewed YouTube. I'm trying video. to think of like international like sensations. Yeah. You're you're on the right track. Okay, wait. Is it K-pop? Uh, technically, sort like sort of. I'm like, but I don't think that helps you. Okay, I don't know. Just tell me. It is the morning toast Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is Baby Shark. Oh, I never would have guessed South that. South Korean Wait, Baby chil- Shark is K-pop? Sa- South Korean children's song Baby Shark Dance becomes the most viewed YouTube video ever with 7.04 billion wow. views. You know, they are really onto something in the music industry in South Korea. Like, they're just lighting it up dynamite. Like dynamite. Yeah. Oh, that was something that I wanted to watch. Blackpink Light Up the Sky. Their oh. documentary on Netflix looks so good. Yeah. Love it. Love they it. They have a song with Cardi B that's about to be released as a single that is so fucking good. I think it's called Make You Wanna. And their new album is so good. Yeah, and as much as I've tried to avoid the Selena Gomez song, it's all over TikTok, and, like, it's actually really good. No, it is really good. Yeah. that The whole Blackpink album is really good. There's one other song on the album. I've actually been meaning to discuss this because I've been loving, like, listening and writing to them. The other song is You Never Know. It's a bit of a slower one, but it'll Ooh, a ballad. get you. It'll get you. I mean, I'm just so caught up with BTS, and, like, I'm in love with one of the members, the one who's, like, tall and dyed his hair green for a little bit. Um, I just think he's, like, so handsome, and I love him, and... Um, yeah. I'm really excited for like their next single to drop. Me because too. Dynamite, for me personally, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, is my song of the year. Uh, I, I give the green light. Pop Crave had a tweet that was like, of all the t- number ones this year, like which one is your number one of the number ones? And for me, it's Dynamite. No, it really is like the song of the season. And it really, I think the marker of a good song is like, really the way that it makes you feel and in these current times like I've been listening to so much music mostly depressing music and something about the song Dynamite like really puts me in good spirits and I think that that is in this year in particular like a really important element of a good song yeah and when I see that Samsung commercial and I'm yes. like I'm gonna buy a Samsung like it's so influential I get so excited when I, I know that commercial no I completely agree like every commercial should use that in the background and then I won't mind watching commercials see and I've only recently been turned on to BTS and it's not because I wasn't listening to them like I think when they had that song with Halsey like I thought it was bad like yeah I I just feel like now they're making music more like for for me and I also like savage love savage love that's Jason Derulo and BTS it is Uh uh-huh 
Oh my god, why are we singing do, it like that? Do, 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 oh, Jackie's back do, on TikTok now. She knows the dances. Do, 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 do. Ever since we downloaded the app, have you been spending a lot of time? I've been trying not to. And you know what's interesting? Yeah. Now that I have puppy, I'm on my phone a lot more and I'm holding my phone like kind of away from him and my carpal tunnel mm. is really bad. Yeah. And even it was happening also when I was trying to read on my Kindle, the way I had to hold it so he wouldn't grab it. Like even redoing the position now, like yeah. my wrist hurts. No, I feel that. I really do. I feel like Kanye, he said on Joe Rogan that he was texting too much and um, he had like f- hand problems. Yeah, me too. I got tendonitis in my right thumb. It's very painful. Yeah. So like that's when you know. Actually, you have I, have ever, I have been on my phone more ever since I got puppy. My screen time was up 9%, which we hate to see. Why does the puppy correlate with more screen time? I guess because I'm just sort of like sitting with him on my phone. Like, I don't know. It's just something to do while I'm just petting him. Well, those were the fast five stories, and I feel as though... You needed to know them. I really did feel as though it's extremely important that you knew that Baby Shark is now the number one video on YouTube. I always think that that sort of thing is interesting. interesting. Because it's not what's big in America. YouTube is a global platform, and more often than not, the biggest videos are foreign. Yeah, no, and it's like the kids, you know? It's always the kids. And the kids are going ham for Baby Shark. Big time. Which we knew, but like now it's like the kids have superseded the adults, the yeah. teens, Whoever the grandparents. Wrote that song is just like living in a palace. Baby Shark. Um, all right, now let's go to TV recap because I really want to talk about the American murder. And the TV recap segment is brought to you by Stamps.com. This holiday season, more people will be mailing stuff than ever before. And that means the post office is going to be busy. You don't have time for that. Stamps.com brings the post office and now UPS shipping right to your computer mail and ship anything from the convenience of your home or office with stamps.com anything you can do at the post office you can do with just a few clicks plus stamps.com saves you money with deep discounts that you can't even get at the post office stamps.com brings the services of the u.s postal service and ups right to your computer it is a must-have for any business whether you're a small office sending out invoices an online seller fulfilling orders during this record-setting holiday season or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day stamps.com can handle it all with ease simply use your computer to print official u.s postage 24 7 for any letter any package any class of mail anywhere you want to send once your mail is ready just schedule a pickup or drop it off it's that simple and with stamps.com you get five cents off of every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. It saves you time and money. So it's no wonder why over 900,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for Stamps.com instead. There is no risk. And with our promo code TOAST, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts required. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in TOAST. That's Stamps.com, enter code TOAST, Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Now, that's a promise I can, I can get behind. That's a beautiful promise. Yeah. Okay, so the American murder. First, I just want to talk about, like, the actual programming. An hour and a half. Thank you so much. I hate documentaries that are just, like, especially ones that are, like, painful stories that are just dragged out. I thought this was very concise, and I agree with you. The footage was unbelievable. The fact that they didn't have anyone, like, sitting down and talking to a camera is crazy. It was all police ca- body camera detective room, investigator room footage, and the ring doorbells. And the- her Facebook and her stuff, Facebook. which literally between photos and videos, we saw all the her months. whole life. Yeah, um, there were a few really key moments for me. I thought it was really, really interesting how the day that like Shannon went missing and that police guy showed up to the I forget their last name home, uh, Shannon's house. They went to the neighbor's Watts. Watts. They went to the neighbor's house, and that neighbor was like, "He is not acting right." Like yeah. he knew that second. That's crazy. Yeah. I also felt like the documentary really highlighted the emphasis of like being a good neighbor. And being a good friend. And a good, like a part of your community. Because it's like they knew this too, like some people just don't answer their phone for a few hours, but so many people around her like knew immediately that something wasn't right. And all the people in the neighborhood like were canvassing. And I just feel like it was like police work and like neighborhood watch work like at its finest. And it was just like good citizens like doing the right thing. Yeah. No, it was remarkable that her friend who had dropped her off like knew she had a doctor's appointment at nine o'clock and she didn't show up for that and then she wasn't answering her phone and by noon like she really knew something was wrong and I feel like that might have not been it might have taken longer Longer. had they been different people yeah and obviously the craziest part about this story is the fact that Chris the murderer husband 
was involved in the police investigation, like making videos for the news, like being a true fucking sociopath. And obviously we learned that he is the one who murdered his kids and his wife. And at no point did he ever give me like serial killer vibes. Like it was crazy. And if he had not gotten caught, like he would have gone on to be like one of the biggest serial killers of all time. Because first of all, he really showed like very little remorse and he still lied about killing his kids and tried to blame it on their mom. Right. And what you eventually find out where there was that hour car ride where Shanann is dead in the car and the kids are riding out to the oil tank with him. And it's like he had all of that time to to decide to make a decision and decided to kill his daughters. And when he said where they were buried, like my jaw absolutely hit the floor. Like the, the thought process behind giving your wife a proper burial and then throwing the body of your children in an oil tank like what why don't you just no, bury them all I was so I shocked by it. that that just rocked me I don't understand why he didn't bury the girls I mean I don't understand a lot of Any things of that it. he did but to me that just like was beyond the pale it's just vile horrific and and I didn't even think about it but when the when Shanann's dad was talking at the end of the documentary that he really believes in his heart that like he killed Shanann while she was sleeping because she didn't fight back and he had like no defense wounds on his body like no scratches no nothing and she was face down I didn't even think about that but like 100% 100% yeah yeah it was a really crazy it was a really well done documentary yeah a horrible story a disgusting man just Dis- like I am just thrilled that he like literally is probably like having the worst life right now like I just I love that for him yeah also I was telling you because I tried to do like a little bit more research but pretty much the documentary had everything but I read this is crazy I read in the daily mail that he had gone on like tinder dates and and had had other affairs and one woman who he had gone out with um she recounted a lot of disturbing things about him but she also said that together they watched the movie Shutter Island and in that movie Leonardo DiCaprio kills his wife because she drowned their kid and that this woman believes that that's where he got the idea to say he killed his wife because she killed their kids. Right. That was like the most abhorrent. I mean, it was all fucking terrible, but like to not only do what you did, but then to like have Shanann's name be like dragged through the mud and imply, well not imply, accuse her of killing the kids. Like to me, that was just added a, a whole other level of like depravity and inhumanity to this already fucked up situation yeah and her family was just like they were just like regular people like the whole thing was just like so regular you know what I mean like so unassuming they lived in this nice house in a cul-de-sac drive to pick up truck it was just like a very average life and it's just it was very disturbing so disturbing like and he I guess his motive was because he wanted to like be with his new New girlfriend girlfriend and have a new life like just like the prosecutor said, like, get a divorce. No, no, people do it all the time. All the time. 50% of couples, they say, actually. Just do it and they move on just fine. Just And fine. then the statistics at the end of the documentary were also really chilling. Like, three women a day are killed by their partner or ex-partner, which is an insane statistic. More often than not is men, and it's more often than not premeditated. Crazy. Oh, and the added layer of Facebook groups. The most toxic places. Right, that's what I was trying to tell you. Like, just when you thought, like, Shanann is the, is the victim here. Of course. No, like, no matter how you slice it, and the fact that people in Facebook groups were, like, finding a way to disparage her character was just... Based on her mothering tactics. This like disgusting cherry on top. To, to be honest, like, I really wanted the documentary to give me the names and addresses of people who said that. Like, it's, it's such a disgusting thing to say. Like, you deserve to be in prison for saying something. Like, I know we live in a free country, but, like, it's so disgusting. Like, I mean, yeah, that's the opposite of freedom of speech. But, like, um, you should be... Like, it's so vile. And knowing that those types of comments were getting back to her family. Yeah. Fucking toxic Facebook groups. Like, it's insane. And she just, like, I don't know, she was just, like, such a cutie, like, with her kids and her her obsession with videotaping everything, like, and live streaming on Facebook. Like When she was, like, text me when you're coming down the escalator so I can film it. Stop. I'm actually going to cry. Like, it's too much. Like, it's really too much. Um, Honestly, like, I hate this man so much. Like, I want to go visit him in prison and stab him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I just want to get involved because I'm so upset. Like, ugh, oh, my God. And the girls. The girls. I can't. Oh, and pregnant. They had a name for the baby. Nico. Yeah. It's just, I can't. A fucking, honestly, it was really triggering. Like, if you 
don't handle things like this well, I honestly wouldn't recommend watching it. It's just such a disturbing story. And then seeing it all play out, it's not dramatized. It's not a movie. These are the real fucking people. Yeah. When the body cam footage, when... Chris ran up to the house like for the first time we're meeting Chris. I'm like, that's the murderer. Like, he's right fucking there. Get him. Yeah. It's just crazy. And honestly, I feel like the, where was it? Colorado Police Department. Like, it was very good police work. At first, I was like, why are they rubbing his shoulder? Like, this guy's a murderer. Like, they were really like, like coddling him. But it's obviously like a technique to make him feel like he can tell them anything and then just like tell him what exactly what he did. But it was, it was good police work. It was good. Everyone did their part. Yeah. Like, his girlfriend, Nicole, she didn't hold back. She went. No, once she, Recognized that she was being lied to. She she told her story, which was a major piece to the puzzle. Yeah, so everyone just did the right thing, but it's just a horrible story. But a very well done documentary, I will say. And yeah. I have many critiques about many documentaries, but this one was pretty good. Yes. Um, so that's what we watch. I still haven't watched The Holiday. I'm definitely going to watch that. And what else did we talk about? Um, oh, Cinderella story sagas. Maybe I'll watch that today, too. Ooh, I wonder where I can find one. I just, I don't know. Something about watching the Hillary Duff version, like, She's kind of annoying in that movie. Sorry, I said it. <laughs> Sorry, I said it. Really? Yeah, just like she's like with her flip phone. I actually like her in general, but I just think that in that movie, she's so annoying. Waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Like I can't. No, but she gets empowered at the end, and I I live for it. No, she actually ruins the movie, and that is why. It's like bumped down to being right. as decent as the sequel. But Chad Michael Murray is just like so everything. And I love him. Yeah. There was a time in my life when like I really, really dead ass thought like I was going to marry him. We should do a week where we watch one like a Cinderella story every single day. I'm not really interested in seeing the newer ones. I can't I lie. think you need to see the one with Laura Morano. Why? I just think that you need to. I saw it. And so I think that you do as well. I mean, I live for a Greg Sulkin moment. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm... I haven't really kept up with the work of Laura Morano since um, Allie and Ross. No, and also she was in that movie. What's that show called? Allie and AJ. No, that's what I was thinking too. Austin Austin and and Allie. Allie. Thank you. Same thing. No, but also she was in a movie recently that you Yes. Yes, it it was Netflix. You were not a fan. It was awful. (laughs) Just truly abhorrent. A disgrace to the filmmaking field. Uh, okay. okay maybe we won't do that then well that's our show everyone reminder it is tuesday make sure to get out and vote get your voices heard take care of yourselves because election anxiety is real um and we'll see you back here tomorrow hope you have a great day thank you so much for watching the morning show the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every monday through friday on youtube so if you're watching us on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found so that's spotify itunes stitcher public radio iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places wherever you listen to podcasts find us the morning toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful stunning and smart we are we hope you have an amazing day and we'll see you tomorrow for a hump day goodbye goodbye goodbye, goodbye.